back again, designated sitter, back with Stephen G. Smith, Kip Kilpack with you. We got a new co-host on. Mike, what up? Uh, special guest, special guest. <laughs> and I kind of feel like that was kind of a, his place, Mike. Yeah, that was kind of a, that was kind of a terrible intro. Like, can can I get a little bit more? Didn't I send you that entire document? I know it was three <laughs> pages. Miguel King, <laughs> former former ace pitcher of the Box Elder Bees. Can we just and, uh, not can we just call him Miggy if we're going home Miguel route? Miggy. How you feeling about being Miggy? We've got Stephen G. Smith. I'll take Miggy. Give me also, Miggy. Just a heads up. Future Hall of Famer. I, I was talking to my new landlord, and she's like, and what was your name again? And I was like, Stephen Smith. And I was like, yeah, I know. It's like the widest name you could think of. And she's like, I don't know. It doesn't really sound like that. And I was like, and I thought about it. And two of the most famous Stephen Smiths are both African-American. <laughs> what the heck? I've been, I've been lying to people my whole life. The widest name you know, and it's not the widest name you know. Who would have thought? It's crazy. Who would have thought? What is this bullshit? <laughs> For real, though. But Okay, so baseball's still up in the air right now. Nothing, uh, nothing quite happening for us. Uh, little news coming out: we got Chris Sell somewhat injured. <laughs> he's, he's done. He's done. It's over <laughs> till twenty twenty two, right? Something like that. Yeah, that's. I wonder who will be back first, him or Pedroia. That might be the saddest thing I've ever seen or ever heard in my whole life. Walk out the door, you see someone that you know, and they ask you how you are, and you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. Yeah, no, I don't know if anyone can understand Red Sox. Let's just talk about Boston fans in general. Good Lord. It's been a gut those, punch of a week. Those, those poor people. Mike, you're—I mean, you're a Cowboys fan, but you're kind of a, a Pats fan. I mean, I just love any, Tom Brady. Now I'm, I'm now a fan of the Buccaneers. <laughs> you're a Tom Brady fan? Oh yeah, TB12 all day, baby. I didn't know those existed. That's pretty wild. <laughs> My wife would sleep with him if given the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> That's her hall pass. Nice. That is definitely her hall pass. That and Johnny Depp. So. Those are the two. Okay, Johnny. At least, like, at least Tom Brady's like a normal human being. Johnny Depp is like a meth head. You're not <laughs> wrong. <laughs> okay, oh, but so, what are you gonna do? Hey, actually, in baseball news, did you see uh, Freddie Freeman take his little son deep? That was the most <laughs> exciting thing I've watched all weekend. <laughs> that was great, actually. I I just saw a picture of uh, Mitch Moreland who bought a barn and put together a full pitching cage inside of it, a batting cage. And I don't think I've had barn envy before, but <laughs> I have, I have as one of, I, as one of the, uh, probably the only self-proclaimed rednecks in the three group of us right now, I very much had barn envy, barn envy before. I, I doubt it was over a batting cage. No, it was like an actual barn, but I mean, batting cages are really cool. <laughs> okay. So we're, we're thinking of talking about what team would benefit the most from a shortened season. I mean, how, how many games do you legitimately think we get out of this season? When do you say we're starting? When's our starting point? 
So I, I, working in baseball, they're currently telling us mid-May right now. But a lot of a lot of people are saying it's probably going to be end of June. End of June? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to die. So normally, like, we would be in, like, those, uh, the, the, the dog, right? Like, the, the, yeah. the summer, dog days of summer. So we're not going to have dog days of summer if we're starting then, right? Because they wouldn't have been playing for three months already. Yankees' so d- roster is completely turned over to, like, Scranton Rail Riders by that point with all their injuries. But that's my thing. So then <clears throat> do you have... Do you have a mixture of like a shortened season in addition to sh- pushing it back a little bit farther so that playoffs go into November? I think the only issue you run into there, I like the idea of that, but then do you have all the Northern teams play their home games up front so you're not like trying to hit a 90-mile-per-hour fastball and like, you know, New England weather in mid-December? I mean, it was like 12 degrees in St. Louis uh, like mid-March last year. It's yeah, possible. They hate it. Yeah, the Dominican I mean, it's, players. It's it's like their time not to shine. <laughs> Speaking of Dominican players, did you, any of you watch the uh, World Baseball Classic, the MLB TV re-aired from 2017 on Sunday? Yeah, I kind of watched the entire thing, and uh, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> it was like I had I didn't watch it before, so I was like it was like kind of new to me. But Caden uh, sent me this the possibilities of the dominican team coming up in 2021 holy cow those guys are stacked bro yeah let's let me pull that list up because that that world baseball classic is is all dominican for and yet did you see the other thing too it was a the possible u.s outfield with yelich bellinger and trout I just Jeez think louise bro it's that stack they're moving bets back to second base if they did oh, that oh jeez. <laughs> Has he ever played infield before? He started at oh, second. Yeah. Really? Huh. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, He's a hell of a okay. bowler too. <laughs> I actually, I didn't know that. Actually, I was aware of that one. And now the those two players. Well, you named three players. I'm sorry. I was going to say, did you say Bellinger? I said Bellinger. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now two of those guys are on the same team. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. Here, here's the Dominican lineup. You've got. Nelson Cruz at DH. Gary Sanchez. I was going to ask you catching. that question. Do they have a DH in the World Baseball Classic? Yeah, they don't have the pitchers hit. A lot of leagues, I think <clears throat> almost all the leagues that, I think the National League is the only baseball organization above the minors and in the U.S. Other than out, outside the U.S., I think they use all, they all use DH. I know Korea does. I think Japan does as well. I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. anyways, Japanese so Gary, baseball though? Gary we'll Sanchez catching. After. Louis Castillo at pitcher. Manny oh, Machado third. Oh. Sanchez or Castillo? Castillo, bro. That dude oh, is nasty. Man. Santana at first. Marte at second. Catel Marte. Fernando Tessis Jr. at um, shortstop. And then from left to right field, Juan Soto, Victor Robles, and Starling Marte. So really the only big hole and people, Nats fans, are going to be up in arms about is center field. Victor Robles? Really? Yeah. I mean, do you know another Dominican you'd put there? No, but I'm just saying that, like, if we're talking pure talent, I mean, <clears throat> you look at Nelson Cruz and Carlos Santana at, like, just those guys in general, like, those guys hit bombs. Cattell Marte had 38 home runs last year. Tatis would have been fire, except for he got hurt midway through the season. And then just add Juan Soto and Starling Marte, and those guys rake. 
both Diamondbacks now too. I didn't even think the, both the Martes. <laughs> it's a Marte Parte. That I don't even get to go. It's not even starting. <gasps> so I'm hey, just reading glad you live in a on a... Yeah, dude. Honestly, I walked outside today and it was like 75 degrees, slight breeze, sun was yeah, shining. I'm like, wow, this would be a perfect You're, you're complaining training. living in a major league city. We up we up here are living in triple A town. Yeah. What are you Gross. saying, Mike? I was saying I, I just there's on March seventeenth, Yankees reliever Zach Britton, who is the team's union president, said that the possibility of returning to Florida for more spring training games resume uh, games resume. Players felt comfortable the next four to six weeks. Um see so whether that was staying here at the Philly, going home, or if that was going to New York, which obviously the majority of guys aren't going to New York because of the spread of the virus up there. Um, so do you even play games in New York? Dude, watch. They're going to play all of their games at a Steinbrenner field in like Triple A or, you know, preseason town. Field. Yeah, that's that's the name of their spring training facility. You only know that because you're playing the show. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, it, that's not even in the show. I'm dead. I know that. I know that because so these guys are teasing me because I, longtime Red Sox fan, I got drafted by the Yankees in MLB The Show 20, and I was pretty pissed about it. Um, he turned the game off. <laughs> I just sold my PlayStation straight up, straight across. Sold it for three dollars. I'm like, this one's defunct. <laughs> oh, I, uh, no, but I know that Did because you get I've been running the our second st- game in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I've been I've been. They told me if I moved to first base, I'd move up sooner. Once I finally got to uh, Scranton, and uh, I know that I'm going to be in the show in like three weeks because it takes what a day per per injury with the Yankees. How dare you think that you're better than Luke Voigt? <laughs> hey, I've got 50 home runs down in the minors right now in or just Greg one season. Bird. And that's Greg Bird still on the Yankees? Is that still a thing? I don't know. Huh. Anyways, I uh I only I know that could, because I, bet, I run there. I bet if you you could play games up in New York if you just kind of chilled out on it, like had no, no You fans. think it's like just kind of a foregone conclusion that they're going to play games without fans or do you think they'll just wait until you can have fans back? Korea is starting again without fans, but I'm not going to put Korea as like an example of how to manage this whole issue. Well, see, the thing is they were like, they were like ahead of us. You know what I'm saying? Like they, like they were ahead of us in the virus hitting. So they're on the tail end of it already. Yeah. But I don't want to get into politics, but like this all started with one person. It could restart with one person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It started with one person who ate a bat. Not a baseball bat. Sorry, yeah, this is not the place for that. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I just wonder if that person knows who they are. <laughs> like, <laughs> heads up, you ruined baseball. I don't care. <laughs> Sports. So, yeah, no, for reals. No, I, and okay. thank the Lord for NFL free agency. That's all I have to say. Oh, my gosh. Did either of you guys have a little bit of like, like I don't know if I should have, but... Who's the jazz player, Rudy Gobert? Did he have a little bit of like animosity towards him for a bit there? That dude is going to get booed out of his mind, bro. He's lucky he doesn't play baseball. Like, is there frontier justice in basketball? I mean, have you seen the bad boy Pistons? It exists. (laughs) I don't know. Honest question. Not anymore. Yeah, I bet you could get some cheap shots in. What you call 
um, you ever see Rajah Bell clothesline Kobe Bryant? That's all I'm saying. You can do it I once. Think he was a Utah Jazz. Wasn't he a member of the Jazz when he did it? I think he was a son, but maybe. Was he a son? You can do it once. That's all I'm, I'm saying. You just make your team. one shot good. Except for would anyone touch him? That's the question. <laughs> for risk of exposure. And Rudy Gobert drives to the key, and everyone no is avoiding there. him. <laughs> <laughs> poor Rudy. Oh, you wait. That's pretty I, funny. Poor Rudy. Poor Donovan. <laughs> did you want to get in? You want to feel bad for a jazz player? Well, how'd he get it? They're sleeping together. No, he, <laughs> freaking Rudy Gobert was like drinking out of his water bottles and stuff. Oh, like, making jokes about it. Yeah, that's so uh, baseball news. Um, <laughs> you know, over here. So play ball. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I don't know that fans will be back in New York, at least. I, I think, could, do you think you could move teams to minor league stadiums and then keep the fans out? You know what I'm saying? They've talked about it. They talked about, I mean, so then you have everyone playing Arizona and Florida. Maybe, or maybe you have, you know, you at least just move it. Maybe you could do a traveling season. This could be something interesting, right? Go to small mm-hmm. markets, do small audience, a traveling season. This sounds weird, but... Like for a minute there, Oakland Raiders were looking for like a random market to do a year in when they were fighting with Oakland, right? And a lot of but people were saying is, like, "You just need a ball field, a major league, right?" Ball and field. you've got you've got a full network of AAA stadiums you could play in. It's not a terrible idea. No, think about it. Like Colorado Springs game between the Rockies and the Yankees. Think about that small town; they would be enthralled in that. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, you know what no one's talking about? The Field of Dreams game. I've been wondering about that. You think they still do it? I mean, it's in BFE, Iowa, so maybe. You guys want so do you, I don't know if you guys remember this, but in uh 2016, um the Orioles hosted the first Major League Baseball game played with no fans in attendance, and the sight of an empty Camden Yards drew national attention um because it was the death of Freddie uh Freddie Gray in Baltimore. Right, it was during the you race. Remember riots. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I remember some of the players were talking about just how weird it was that like, you could actually hear like the crack of the bat with like zero fans cheering, and just how strange it was. And they were like random gathering outside of the the fence, you know. I think they're kind of pro. I think they were watching or protesting, or probably a mixture of both. Yeah, a little of this and that. Do you think? I just feel like those guys haven't played college baseball in a while because. If you've ever watched a college baseball game, actually, that's not true. If you have a good program in college baseball, you have some pretty decent turnouts. Depends on your fans. Yeah. ASU for this, this would be a question. How many of these players kind of go up through the college ranks, though? Like, not a ton, right? Not a ton, uh, right? I, I, I wonder it's what more that than percentage you think. is. Yeah. I bet a lot of them get drafted out of high school and then go to college to increase their draft stock. <clears throat> I'd love to see that statistic. Because guys you like know, Bryce Harper, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they're small guys. I mean, you think about all the foreign-born guys. Like they, like a lot of like the Caribbean dudes, like Dominican, Puerto Rico. They sign when they're like thirteen with major league clubs, and they come out. Like Wander Franco. Wander Franco is like nineteen right now, but he's been in the Rays system for three years. So here, here's a statistic: ten percent of um, college players will get drafted into the systems, mm. but that that doesn't account for whether or not they escape the farm. Hmm. Isn't it crazy that there's people that like l- have entire careers 
playing like minor league baseball. Some never even make it up to triple A. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. They just like, they just like, I knew there was a guy that had played in minor league, the minor leagues for like 10 years. There's a guy like, that lives next to my dad that played like five or 10 years in for the team up in Boise or wherever. Yeah. Like it's just at that point, you're just doing it for the love of the game. You know what I'm saying? Friday night entertainment. Did you, speaking of which, did you guys see like the, uh, the, the 2020 Red Sox payroll of players that are not even going to be playing in the year 2020? Please. Is that are you, are you thinking of the, so you thinking of that AAA player that's making like a couple million dollars? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I think it's more than a couple million. Um, he, let me pull it right here. I'll do you so one. Better. He is actually his name is Rus, uh, Rusny Castillo. Yeah, he's making fourteen million dollars. I'll do you one better. The highest played player on the Diamondbacks right now is in AAA. Wow. Yeah, it's atrocious. So let me just read these names right here. The Red Sox will spend $80 million on players who won't touch a, b- a ball in their uniform. Chris Sale, David Price, Resnick Casillo, Dustin Pedroia, Pablo Sandoval, and Manny Ramirez. They're paying Pablo Sandoval? Yes, $5 still. million. For what? How long? He's been he's been off the... What? Did that he get probably... traded? Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> This I is this is Dombrowski Dombrowskinomics. Because a vision softly creeping. Ask any Tigers fan. I mean, this is this is just pour over at this point. Did you, were you the one that sent me that uh <laughs> the Instagram post that was like Fox is gonna be airing all the twenty nineteen Detroit Tigers things? It's like haven't we suffered enough? Yeah, it was in Detroit. Fox Detroit <laughs> Fox Sports Detroit is re airing all of the twenty nineteen Tiger games. <laughs> Haven't we suffered enough already? <laughs> that was, they, lost, they won 40 games last season. They should just end the broadcast whenever they're up. Like if it was the third <laughs> inning. I was like, and now moving on. <laughs> Due to time constraints. Have you ever seen those on Late Lady ESPN? <laughs> Where they just like move ahead like 30 minutes into the game. Tie game, top of the fifth, and a home game over. <laughs> <laughs> Due to time constraints, we have to move on. <laughs> We will now be watching a the fifth rerun of Bachelor in Paradise. What do you think? Uh, what do you think a shortened season does for like revenue? Supply and demand. Those tickets are going to be astronomically expensive in comparison. Yeah, I'm, but a huge part of like we we kind of went over this last year. A huge part of like teams' revenue is not just ticket sales. It's more like about broadcasting deals um, broadcasting rights yeah so if you're not airing mm. games like are they getting paid for those i don't think so i i couldn't think so that's the question right is is baseball a like price elastic per se you know what i mean by that like with these less with these less games can they recoup their losses through increased ticket sales or do dirt cheap ticket sales for stadiums that don't always get filled over a 162 game season still profit more than otherwise? You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. if you buy NFL tickets, you pay through the nose to sit anywhere. Yeah, it's whereas a baseball ridiculous. game, you can find a three dollar ticket. You know, on a on a Wednesday day game. Yes. Mm, I'm not sure. I know I was there was a there was a discussion about how like 
the MLB's CBA essentially allows like like in the NBA, for example, their like their pay is based on how many games. So like if you're like, for example, if you miss half the season, like as the, the league gets shut down for 50% of the season, then players get re- their salaries reduced by 50%. The MLB CBA is not like that. They're just like, no matter what, like it's fully guaranteed, guaranteed you pay. get that money no matter what. Dude, they're they're chilling right now. Who's chilling? MLB players. I mean, like, yeah, it sucks not to be doing what you love, but like, you know, marketing people and service industry people and hourly wage people are like losing all over the country. And these dudes just have like guaranteed paycheck, no work requirements. You know, Except outside of like leaders. Ronaldo who bought himself an <clears throat> island, they're pretty well set up. Yeah, yeah dude, did you those- see that? He bought an island to quarantine on. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would laugh if he went there with it. <laughs> Just quarantine his own island. <laughs> he can't like get off. They're like, sorry, you're, you you have to stay there and there's no medical personnel. Like you should have paid a doctor at least. Oh, you what wait. I was gonna say was some of these some of these NBA players, for example, have donated, you know, six figures to those employees of those stadiums, yeah. right? And they're those not getting paid. And so all they're doing is just playing video games now. The most expensive video game players ever in the whole world, I bet. <laughs> and TikToking. So let's so let's talk. So if if let's let's go back. Let's say so this this season gets kicked off in May, right? That's let's best not case ex- scenario, right? Best case scenario. And let's say let's say we don't want to play into November because of the weather and it gets cold and there's snow chances, right? They kind of look at that weather and decide. Let's let's still end the let's and, and they don't want to compete in. with the NFL or something. So we have Mr. October, Mr. November, Mr. December, probably, right? If we keep playing into December. Ooh, that'd be <laughs> that would be cool. But so let's say let's say we end on time. So we end uh, in October, start in May, end in October. How many games do they get in? Are we talking mid May, all of May. Let's go mid May. I'd say mid. What you're losing? F- you're looking at four and a half months. games. Four and a half months. That's actually they not should have started. Here, here's the sad part. They should have started this weekend. I had like Bro, a, a barbecue planned. I was stoked. I had worked. Like I was like, I'm not going into work this weekend. <sighs> so, so you have middle. So you're like, if let's say, because they play pretty good, they're like, you have like what seven off days in a well, month? No, I think you only get like maybe three or four in a really? month. Yeah, yeah, in a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like they were doing better about it. Maybe I'm not. We can look at it. We can look at the schedules. I, I think you're playing like 100, 120 games. No, no, no. 100 games at best. If you start mid-April. But I'm going to be honest. I think they're playing 80 games this year max. Just because. Unless, unless, they, unless they push the season, the back end out. Because they're going to want a spring. I've heard a lot of the players saying they want exhibition games before they start a real season. Okay. So they Right? Because you've got to consider that like... Two, we don't no, just go right, right in the season. Off. We have spring training. Two thirty. So you're looking at twenty eight. So let's say like what's say twenty six twenty six games a month essentially, right? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, so they're losing sixty two games. Twenty six times four. What is that? Yeah, twenty six times four and a half. What 
We're just podcasting ourselves season calculators. 117 games. And you think they're going to do 80? I think 80 to 100 because you've got to think about it. We don't just jump into a season here. We do spring training first. They're going to want exhibition games before they start a real season, before it counts. But they, okay, so hear me out. So don't let the team start earlier. Let the players report and do just like backfield games, like split squad against each other to get live reps, get all that kind of stuff. You can get game action like that. I don't know if they'd go for it. I mean, Mike, you've played a lot more than us. What? What? I mean, if you were a player, what would you be saying? I, I think what you the the fear of starting quickly and without much free like just you know reps would be the injury. Could you catch the injury bug within the first two weeks of play because you haven't given your body right? Which it's so well, funny to I'm say saying. because these are professional to... athletes, right? Like, come on, guys. I understand that. What, what what I was thinking is that not like just don't play against other teams. Like play against yourself to get live reps. Do live BP play backfield games. Like they already do that. You know what I'm saying? And use that time. Have them report a little bit early and get together as a team. And like for example, like the Dimax share a facility with the Rockies. Like Dimax play the Rockies or if you need to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it would. <laughs> you don't think? Okay, so here's an interesting thought. You don't think that you could. If you're competing them against each other enough, you don't think you could start some con- like personality tiffs on the team if something goes wrong in one of those trainings? Because anything could go wrong, right? You practice stealing a base. Um, guy goes to block the double play, slides into his teammate, teammate trips, and they're just like, it's just a feud for the season. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I don't know. Football, football players are just fine. <laughs> football players are killing each other. That's fair. I mean, they have a practice squad too, but like, that, that, cool. it's a totally different sport. Here's what would be cool. So a lot of times, like growing up in little league and tournaments and stuff like that, right? Everyone kind of goes to one t- one place, and you have like eight teams all like at this one central location. So yeah, that imagine like social like, distancing. Yeah, definitely social distancing. <laughs> so like like uh, Arizona, right? Maybe there's maybe there's like three or four fields all within an hour of each other. So you just send like eight seven. ML seven. So you just send like twelve MLB team there, right? And then they just kind of rotate against each other maybe they're playing a a a three-game series or a four-game series and then it's just a straight rotation and they're not even getting on flights they're not really traveling oh you'd cut you can knock out some games the only thing is it's you're more concerned about like making sure pitchers get rest that's really the biggest issue here right is because a pitcher can really only go like once every four to five days you know what i'm saying so would you expand the rosters to allow them to carry more starters you know what i'm saying I mean, I think this season's going to definitely have an asterisk next to it if even it gets underway, right? Like, so to your point, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be down with expanded rosters. Which is funny because they just pitchers. shrunk them. Like they're just like, nope. You get another like, oh well, maybe not. This is a bad. This idea. is this is the baseball gods' way of saying two things. We don't want to see Mookie Betts and Dodger Blue, and if we have to, we don't want to see shortened rosters. <laughs> Think about it. So imagine if this, this imagine, never happens. He could sign a free agent contract elsewhere and never, never Dodgers. play for the Dodgers. Is that a thing? Can you do that? I don't know. Is that a thing? Does he have to play a year with them? I thought he was signed for 2020. Dude, I don't know. Yo, that's wild. Because like you think about all these like spring sports athletes in college, like they're all getting an extra year of eligibility. Like, Are they? Like, can you imagine being Chris Bryant who just lost your arbitration case about like service <laughs> time and be like, hey, I know that like. I'm sorry. You had to get one more year, man. What is this bullshit? 
<laughs> for real, though. I don't know. I wonder how that contract works. Oh, you know you're gonna have agents up in arms, right? Yeah, because they, yeah, because they, because agents, their entire thing is built off transactions. So if you're pushing off a transaction for another year, oh my gosh, I can't even, I can't even comprehend that idea. Like, like they push everybody's contracts one year out. Yeah, like you've got to have a whole legal team go through with like blue pens and just crossing things out everywhere. You know what I mean? The easiest yeah, thing yeah, is just yeah. say, hey, just keep them as they are. Yeah. Yeah, he took a couple at-bats in spring training. Good enough for us. He'll get he'll get paid more than Mike Trout's at-bat pay this year. The astronomical. Think about, if, if they didn't play a season this year, prorate Mike Trout's pay this year per at-bat. You're just um, trying to like shrink it down and gets real expensive real fast. <laughs> His ROI is pretty high. <laughs> Seriously, though, what what what's what? Okay, what do you what what investment besides time have you put in? Really? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's these guys so, are all so just what sitting teams... in their houses right now, not doing anything. I know. I see like a video of Garrett Cole practic- like playing toss with his wife, and like Brock Holtz playing him maybe the show as himself. And uh... I sent you that video of the Cubs hitter. Yeah. Who was that? Um, and was that a Nerf gun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was, was like a Nerf. It was like one of the Nerf balls. Like the, not, not the. No, dude, it was a dart. That was not a dart. That was like. I'm pretty sure it the, was, dude. It was like go one watch. of those little condensed ball things. That, nah, you know. dude, go watch it again. I'm pretty sure it's a dart. No, because he, there's no way he's going to launch a dart. Like. I disagree. <laughs> Is he just practicing like plate discipline and contact or what? Yeah, that was all it was. It was hitting it. It's an interesting idea. You know what's cool? Everyone that's listening, uh, go look up Vintia. It's V-I-N-T-I-L-L-A. It's a game that Dominicans play. Um, and I was reading about it. And they use bottle caps and a broomstick. And this is what Pedro Martinez, Pedro Martinez, Pedro Martinez said that that's like what makes Dominicans so good at baseball is they play this because they don't have enough money to like buy baseball equipment. So they'll throw these bottle caps and they hit it with a broomstick, which is significantly harder than hitting a ball with a bat. And then if it like, if you can pick up the thing while it's rattling on the ground before it settles, then it's an out. If it settles, then it's a run. If you hit it over whatever fence you're thinking, it's three runs. So it's like kind of like this weird cricket style game of baseball kind of, but it's pretty dope. They throw these bottle caps and they can make them move like crazy and they just whack them with a broomstick. It's pretty dope. I just, I, Dominicans, man, I can't get over it. I mean, didn't that dude grow up playing with like a cardboard box as his glove? No, dude, that was Rivera. That was Miranda right. Rivera. That was a great, great, oh my goodness. I think Bryce Harper did a similar story as the Dominicans, but I feel like he was hitting beans that his dad would throw at him. Beans, like a, beans, like 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 a pinto bean, beans, like a pinto bean. Jeez, and like he would hit Uncooked. him with. Like a, I want, yeah, I think he would hit him with like a straw. Like that's how like advanced he was. I think he was like four or five years old, and like his hand-eye coordination to hit these tiny little things with just a also a small bat-like um, object. You know, object. Sure. What? I'm trying to find the video. Because he was on the That's Sports Illustrated edition, right? As like an eight-year-old? He might yeah, have been. I don't know. He makes your uh, nephew look like nothing, Kip. 
That's his, that's that's Mike's hey, son. Hey, 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 hey I'm hey. just telling you, can he hit a pinto bean with a straw? I'm gonna go wake his ass up right now. We're gonna see. He's <laughs> like, Dad, I don't want to. He's like, Get out of here. Hit the Get down here. <laughs> Eleven p.m. The Baxter's just sitting in bed. You know, years from now. So, uh, so, Mr. King, when when did you know you were gonna be a great baseball player? One night, my dad was in a stupor feuding with two friends online on this thing they used to call podcasting and he came up and started throwing beans at me and told me i had to hit him with a straw that quarantine was awful he graced the cover of a, as a 16 year old so he's a little bit older of uh, sports illustrated yeah yeah but records it were was meant all to be downhill broken. from there brother bryce <laughs> brother bryce honestly honestly i just I'm just not a Bryce Harper fan. I'm not going to lie to you. So I've gotten in a lot of debates with people on like him being overrated or not from our Instagram account. Sure. Because you have to take it with two perspectives. Okay. Statistically, maybe, right? <laughs> Statistically, maybe. Statistically, yes. He's had <laughs> one really, really good year. Okay. But if I just have to wonder how much they made in jersey sales. For the Phillies? Ticket sales. Mm-hmm. If you're a GM and you're not just thinking about, you know, you're thinking about this from like a money angle too, I will argue all day that it was a great money move if your objective is to use baseball as a financial operation, but not to like win big win games. games. <laughs> but I counter that with the idea of I'm not a big fan of paying a big one big all-star player anyways. Like I'm not a big fan of the Mike Trout deal and I'm probably one of the biggest Mike Trout fans you'll meet, but I just don't think it was the best move for the Angels. You know what I'm no, saying? That's different. It's 100% different. Mike Trout's the best player that's possibly ever lived. You keep him on your team. And how many times have they made it to the playoffs? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I don't think you understand. He's the best player that's ever lived. Do you think they want to get cursed, Kip? That's what happens when you trade the best player that's ever lived. You get cursed. Hey, that person wasn't the best player who ever lived before he left the Red Sox, okay? But you look at any of Babe been. Ruth's stats pre pre nineteen nineteen. But he could have been. You have you don't know. You have no idea what you missed out on. All you know is you missed out on eighty years of relevancy. I saw I saw a meme the other day that was is like, he, "Is is Trout just going to go down as the greatest player that never dot dot dot?" Yoza. Nah, dude. Think about it. They added Rendon this last year. They added Shohei Otani, or Shohei Otani's coming back for a season that doesn't matter. Oh my goodness. Do you think? He, <laughs> do you think he Tom Brady's it? Could you, <laughs> you see Mike Trout just like out of nowhere breaking Los Angeles's heart? Just like, hey, I know I had this deal that was supposed to last another few years, but I'm gonna go play for the Miami Marlins. You know what I mean? Like, why would anyone do that? There's a lot of people wondering a lot of questions similar to that. So, except for not Tampa, like Tampa, despite their win loss record. I mean, you think about it. Like, I'm not necessarily saying Tampa. I'm just saying, like, Colorado. Yo, can you imagine Mike Trout's if he played half his games at Coors Field? Oh my gosh, <laughs> his baseballs would probably land in like Vernal, Utah. <laughs> some guys just out on an oil rig and there's freaking smoking you know ball coming in flaming up oh my goodness you know what i was thinking of this is kind of a weird it's kind of a tangent it's kind of a weird thought but hear me this out this whole episode's a tangent so just say it 
Okay, so I was watching the World Baseball Classic, and someone hit a home run, and they grabbed the ball, and they like showed it to a camera. I think it was Giancarlo Stanton hit like a laser beam off the Western Metal Supply Building in San Diego, and someone hate it, had it. And I was like, you know what would be fun? We talk about the balls being juiced, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you think that if like I took a ball, say I caught a home run in 2015 and I caught a ball in 2019 and then I hit them both in my backyard with a bat, I think I'd be able to tell the difference. How are you going to keep all things the same though? Like your swing, the speed of the pitch. Like- but, but, but could you feel a difference? That's the question. Like to someone who doesn't hit freaking 400 foot bombs, like could I feel the difference? You think? Hmm. And or then is we, it like, you, you match it up with like a, a little league ball too, right? Or like a high school ball? Yeah. To really see? Yeah. I mean, because like, who knows? I don't think you would. I don't think you would. You think it's too like um, marginal? Yeah. I mean, like, I I, I mean, if we were just in a, you know, in a cage and I just set one on a tee without you looking and I had like, you know, okay, what ball do you think that was? Like, you wouldn't yeah. be able to guess. I, I think they would all pre- feel pretty much the same. I have one of the new AAA balls. If one of you has one of the old ones, because it's the same ball as the majors, we could we could do this. No, we couldn't. I'm in I'm in Arizona. <laughs> you could. Yeah, do we're it. just kind of excluding you because we want we want to make you regret living so far away. I disagree. I'll have to reach I out to my uh, million followers to see who has a AAA baseball from pre 2020. <laughs> Does anybody <laughs> have this? It's for science. You mean pre 2019? I don't know if we'll ever get a 2020 AAA baseball. That's true. Yo, That's very true. Yo, 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 yo. Okay. Which might be a great idea to maybe get some get our hands on some collateral for 2020. Seriously. <laughs> the hey, season that it. never happened. ESPN 30 for 30. That'd be, everyone, it just shows clips of like players sitting at home with their families. <laughs> That's just it. It's just, well, that was fun. This year's highlight reel. <laughs> you know what I was thinking that'd be kind of interesting? Or who I thought like... Sorry. Can you play that one clip, please? <laughs> I got lost in my words. <laughs> it feels oh, right. You just... <laughs> Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do spit, so spit it out, you Steven. you spit do, it out. you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything? <laughs> I knew as soon as you said that before we started recording that you're like, we could just play this if someone gets slow. I like, I knew it was going to be me. That's <laughs> what it comes down to. Like I knew it was going to be me. No, hear me out. I feel like if anybody is happy that this league is shut down, it's the Astros. Like, let's be real. You're like, wow. Oh, more time. Oh yes. Like maybe people will forget. I don't you know think you're saying? wrong. You think it's going to get worse? No, I think you, and I'm saying, I don't think you're wrong. I think that's a great take. Yeah, they're just like, like you think about it, like with so much has happened in between, like if you just rolled straight from freaking like how bad they were getting roasted and booed into like the new season, like I feel like there'll be so much like good feelings of like, hey, baseball's back that you'll kind of forget like, hey, these guys are scumbags. (laughs) They're going to like come out in the field with like jerseys that have the words like hashtag world strong on it. And everyone's going to be like, I feel like I remember some animosity about you. I'm not sure what it was. Something was weird about you guys, but I'm glad you're here. <laughs> and they honestly, dude, Houston needs it. Freaking Houston needs it because well, they could hire their they could hire their coach back, right? Their manager. Yeah, if this oh, season never happens, <laughs> Jeff Leno and uh, 
<laughs> and another manager and the Alex Cora. They'll they'll never miss they'll never miss a they'll never miss a game of baseball during I their swear. ban. Does Dude, the one year ban get pushed? Does it have to be a hundred and sixty two game ban? I think it was a year long ban. I think it was a time based one. Right, but th- do they change that? I, can you can you renege a ban? Be like, hey, I know this is what we said, but this is what's actually happening. Here's and if they question. don't, if they don't get hired and then do a freaking Undertaker like entrance, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, if if this off season waiting for baseball feels like a lifetime, can we call Pete Rose's ban over? <laughs> Just we're like, you know what? We've missed it so much. We're just gonna everything that's anyone's ever done is gonna be fine. Lifetime bands are good. Mary Bonds can finally be in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) Mark MLB wanted some news, right? If they wanted to be in the news during this time, that would be the move, right? Pete Rose. (laughs) They're like, hey. Because right now, what are they talking about? NFL free agency. That's literally the only thing going on right now. Who else is who else is like blacklisted from the Hall of Fame. Shoeless Joe Jackson. <laughs> Rafael Sorry, Palmero. that's just baseball. Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire. Sammy Sosa? Sammy Sosa? Yeah, Sammy Sosa. Yeah, they both are. Okay, Even so a I little heard this, bit of Kurt Schilling. Do you put in white Sammy Sosa or black Sammy Sosa? So, shout out to another baseball <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Tell me you've seen those pictures, you guys. He used, like, skin whitening soap. And he went from, okay. like, Caribbean to, like, He's like Bleach. he's like white chicks. Yes. Kidding. Yeah. Okay. It was bad, no, check it out. Like you guys need to go check this out. Like I know go exactly Google what you're talking. Sammy Sosa. It's it's amazing. Yeah. I don't know if amazing is the right word, but it's something. Oh yeah. It's hey, Oh my gosh. I, I know while while Kate's looking at that, we got OJ Made in America parts one and two tomorrow, seven PM Eastern. Really? On ESPN? Yeah. Okay. So I heard this thing because you mentioned Kurt Schilling, because of his was it his support for Donald Trump? No, that's or what everyone made, says. They're he saying he's too comment. conservative or something. He made some comment. It pissed a bunch of people off. So he he is kind of a little blacklisted from, or like blackballed from the Hall of Fame check, a little bit. The blue checkmark brigade. I I was laughing though because shout out to another baseball podcast, Section Ten. I was I was dying because they were saying themselves that like if MLB really wanted to get back at Kurt Schilling, they would put him in the Hall of Fame. But it would be the same year they put like Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, and Pete Rose in at the same time, and he'd just get buried in the headlines. But like, okay, think about that. If that's really what it is, if it's about a comment that he made that like people disagreed with, but isn't necessarily like bad, like, and then you're putting them alongside and you're like rewarding guys that freaking doped up, like, what are you saying though? What did you say? Or or beat women? Seriously though, wait, who was that one? Just probably one of them. Addison Russell. <clears throat> oh, oof. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say any names, but I was I've been reaching out to players Dave trying Poppy. to get to Oh, got him. Oh, San Francisco's Giants owner. Uh, uh, uh. Head <laughs> bamboozled even. I was I was trying to reach out to MLB players to get some interviews while they're on hiatus. I'm like, you guys are sitting around like, like come podcast. You know what I mean? Like you're getting paid millions of dollars to entertain us. Come entertain us a little bit here, you know? Yeah, at least and, entertain uh, us. It'd be your first guy you'd pick. <laughs> oh, if I just had 
pick of the litter. Mm, I yeah. just like that you just call all of major leagues the litter. But I mean, continue. Hey, I'm just saying. Well, I, I, I was I was gonna message one player. I'm like, I think we could get him, and then I was like, Oh yeah, you're serving a suspension for beating your wife. I'm I'm probably not gonna ask you to come on the show. <laughs> hey man, we'll take what we can get. <laughs> uh, who would I take? I don't know. You know, you know what? Funny? Oh, sorry. I, I know who I would take. I would take um, Tim. Oh, I'm slipping his name. Shit. Whoa, this is bad. Why, Joey Votto. I would take Joey Votto because that guy is hilarious. He is just so funny. Oh, yo, way. That was funny. That was like the I don't most know if that's who you would have expected, seen. but. No, I thought it would be Tim Melville. You know what? Okay. That guy has been, that guy said he would come on our show and then has been like ghosting me on Instagram. And I know he sees my story. Because I see him in our stories, and he doesn't follow us, so he's looking at our Instagram. Tim, I'm calling you out, Tim. If this season happens, you're playing in Salt Lake, and probably three, you know, at the middle of the season, if you don't get back up to the show. And I work in the stadium, buddy. I want to be friends, but I'm bringing a mic, and you're doing a damn interview. You're doing an interview. No, you know, I actually do want to meet Tim Melville. I think he's a super cool guy. And he loves barbecue. And we've got this awesome barbecue joint out here. I'm like, dude, I will buy you a meal. I'll take you down. Like, just come hang out. Like, this will be fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Which one do you think is the high point? Felix Hernandez, like, sharing your story or Tim Mil- Melville responding to a DM? What do you think? What do you think is your high point of this year? Tim Melville. Yeah. Because really? like, we're like, oh, we're going to get an MLB player who just made news on the show. Like sharing a story on Instagram is great and all. You know what I mean? Dude, come on. The moment like we recognized that freaking Felix Hernandez was liking some of your stuff, dude, there was I was stoked. I'll be honest. I was super, super excited. Yeah, that was pretty exciting. That was pretty good. And like I've had a few conversations with a few of the players, and I don't I don't want to say any names yet just because I want to get some of them on the show and stuff like that, but like and different people. I don't know. You know who should ask? Who? Mike Petriello. Dude, I would love to have Mike on in here. That Mike Petriello does um he's one of the guys, Mike, behind Statcast that does like um they just do a lot of this like player ratings and stuff like that. A lot of the deep saber metrics. Yo, you know who you should get or we should reach out to? Who? Bill James. I bet he would. That would be an does he still working with the Red Sox? This is the guy that like invented sabermetrics. Yeah, he's on he's like super active on like Twitter and stuff. Like, I bet he would love to. Eh, maybe not love to, but eh, let's give it a shot. That'd be pretty okay. dope, honestly. Teams teams that would benefit the most. Astros. So Astros not definitely. for obvious reasons. I mean, think about Verlander, right? Verlander is had a groin injury and had to go get surgery. So like his thing was gonna get pushed back until May. So if he starts until May, like he doesn't miss any time. So that's huge. Do you okay? This is this is a little biased. Do you think the Red Sox have a better chance at, at the AL East if they don't have to w- weigh on their rotation as much because the season's short? I'm Depending sorry, on how short the they season have a is. Rotation? <laughs> yeah, if you have a know they have, play, even, though, even though the season's short, it's not like you're playing a game and then waiting a week and then playing a game. You're still having to play. You know, every spend your players yeah. every other day, every day. But you could you could rely a lot more on your bullpen, and maybe if you've got a few good AAA players, you can move up and down a little more. You Do know, they have good AAA players. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, know. I'm confused where we're going with this. No, I'm honestly, just wondering what what teams that you would count out would you count back in? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm really thinking. The like, Indians, could, Cleveland Indians. 
Okay. Could the D-backs overtake the Dodgers in a short season? Like how short would the season need to be for that to be like extremely plausible? 40 games? 62 games. (laughs) (laughs) And California would have to fall into the ocean. (laughs) Uh, Excuse me. In 2018, we had in first place until September. We choked really hard, but we were in first. We... I don't need to explain myself to you guys. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Look, man. Listen here, young bucks. No, I was thinking about the Indians because like you think about Clevenger, he's hurt, he'll come back. Um <clears throat> where was it? I was reading about the there was a list of people that were like, oh, like, that's actually a pretty good idea. I'm trying to think of who. I mean, like the whole AL or no, NL Central with a short season could be uh, anybody's game. It's so, yeah, for reals though. It honestly is most of the time. Because like right up until, what was it? End of August, mid-September, the Pirates at the last place were four games back at one point. I think that just spoke to how, not how bad the division was, but. Equal. The Pirates suck, bro. And they only got worse. They're the only team in the last 80 years that hasn't had more than 40 home runs in a season, right? Something like that. Something like that. Yo, you As know what's kind of wild, though? Or have a player to Here's have what that. we're doing. Anyways. Here's what we're doing. Here's what we're doing. Yeah. We're, instead of just the All-Star game being one game, right? We're going to do a we're gonna do a best of seven All-Star game for the World Jeez. Series in 2020. For the World Series. Could you imagine how lit that would be? Uh, a full seven-game series of the All-Star game? But like not fan voting, like true all-stars. Freaking, I hate fan voting. Fan voting is the worst. Well, because we've talked about this in the past, right? Like some of the times the all-star game isn't really like the best product you could put on the field. Purely, purely like statistical picking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Seven game series. I love it. And you just have to give them something to play for. That's the difference. You have to give them someone to play for. Because like the when the All-Star game mattered, it was back when that was what decided home field advantage in the World Series. Right. Otherwise, there's nothing to the lose no reason to play hard. You know what I'm saying? A home if run derby lose, where they pull a couple people in from the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> You're hung. That's like a three-point contest with people from the crowd. They airball every time. Who wants to watch that? A dunk contest with me. <laughs> Seriously, no. with no trampolines, you just freaking run. No, no. How about how about the the people from the crowd are pitching? <laughs> oh. The players are pissed because they can't get good BP. <laughs> My sucks. No, I think I think though Someone it would be fun die. to play more on the All Star stuff this year. Like like pull in some of these these random things they do from Japan, like where they actually show off a few of their skills as well. You know, like Bat have flip. you seen the the Bunt King? Bro, everyone in Japan can bunt. All of them. That, they like pitch too. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Like they're all what five way players, dude. I don't know. I was watching the World Baseball Classic, and one through nine, they know how to bunt and advance runners like that. And they don't strike out at all. Like they're like they're so good in freaking two strike counts. It's not because they're like miniature robots. I'm serious. Like, imagine like like 75% of Ichiro, every single person. <laughs> they don't even do signs. They just basically just communicate telepathically. <laughs> they just they just memorize the entire pitch sequences for the game and all possible scenarios before the game. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Runner on second, no outs, 
ground ball to second base so you can move the runner to third. And then they're going to hit a sack fly to score the next guy. It's like <laughs> NL baseball, here. like on steroids. And we're over here with freaking cameras in center field. Like, please tell us what's coming. <laughs> bang, bang. Japanese are like, how do we lose to these guys? Curveball. Right up the middle. <laughs> yeah, curveball. Did, did any of you guys watch the uh, Sandlot game that Trevor Bauer put on? No, I haven't yet. Just saw pictures. It's pretty funny. You'd watch a video. It's like a twenty-minute long video, but they uh, it's it's a good time. Talk it's about a, increasing think, personal brand, right? During this off season, bro, Trevor, Trevor Bauer's Bauer. killing it, dude. Like he's, he's probably increased his follower count by like millions and turned his entire like just perception of like this guy's a bitch to like this dude is amazing. You, you know thought what I mean? Trevor like, Bauer just was a bitch before him. that? A lot of people, people didn't did. have a great perception. Yeah, oh, people he, didn't I like his cocky, arrogant. They just didn't like his style. Yeah, but yeah. Stephen, you got to realize the reason we became friends is because when somebody is perceived as an asshole, you're kind of like, oh, I might get along with him. Kind of gravitate <laughs> towards that. <laughs> that's why you like Trevor Bauer, and that's why we're friends. No, for sure. Yeah, honestly, like when Trevor oh, Bauer when Trevor Bauer threw that ball over the fence, I loved him. I thought that was hilarious. Everyone else was like, yeah, he's like have respect for the game, and I'm like, bro, can you do that? Because that's freaking awesome. <laughs> Terry Francona, what do you think was going through his mind? Like, he's like <laughs> oh my gosh, get this freaking kid out of here. Tito, Tito's not a, like a he's a pretty serious manager too, isn't he? Like he's. I don't know. He may do a little lines once in a while. It would have been hilarious if they like made him run and go get it. You know, like when you hit a home run in softball, they're like, go get it. Like, good job, bud. Go get it. <laughs> that is so funny, bro. <laughs> I they should that should be one of the all-star competitions, the Trevor Bauer competition. Who from home plate can throw who from home plate can throw a, a ball the furthest out of the park? We're just gonna track this thing on Statcast. Yo, honestly, what's his name? What's his name? He is like the hardest throw from the outfield. It's a Yankee. He's a Yankee. Aaron Judge? No. No. He's Hispanic. He's got the hardest throw from the outfield? Yeah. It's like 104, 103 miles an hour. Something like that. Uh, Aaron Hicks. Hicks. Yeah, he, he nailed uh, A's Danny Valencia at 105.5 miles Seriously. per hour. Like, and like, he barely crow hopped too. He just freaking hucked it. Oh, you know who I was thinking of? Who I thought he was Hispanic is Loriano from the A's. Hmm. That dude's got an absolute. Oh, cannon. that's a team that you have to really seriously consider here. Shortened season, Astros are no longer as considered as contenders. They're Could still the Oakland... considered contenders. Right, right, but it's different, right? People aren't sure what to think. So could the they're could this come, be the they're year have they, a chip on their shoulder, right? Like they they may even come back stronger. I hope they just get completely downtrodden. That that was literally that, every time. <laughs> do you think they're like the Patriots? Like, oh, you got to keep cheating. Next year, it's like blows it out of the water. We'll see. I mean, I mean, uh, it would. <sighs> could you imagine a year where the season shortened so much? Somehow, like the Tigers pull it together this year. It's just yeah, because okay, that's the okay, that's the issue, right? Is, and when we talk about shortened season, this is more like philosophical baseball than anything else. The reason that baseball is 162 games is that to get rid of all the like the weird, like 
oddities in statistics, right? It's so long that no matter what, the best team wins the most games, right? Because the worst team in the league is going to win 30% of its games and the best team in the league is going to lose 30% of its games. Like that's just how it happens, right? It's just, that's just what's going to think. So the shorter you make these seasons, the more opportunities teams like the Tigers, teams like the Marlins have a chance of like doing something crazy and getting hot for like two weeks and it having an effect on the playoff situation. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's funny because Mike and I had a conversation probably back in like October about if basketball did three game series instead of seven game in the playoffs, it wouldn't always come out that the best players team's going to win, but it would make the playoffs really interesting because you know, a team gets hot for a minute, they can upset it. Like that's bigger why everyone upsets. likes March Madness. Oh, it's great. Can I you imagine like people like uh, they love the they love that extended uh, wild card game in the in the in MLB as well. Oh, it's like the you, know, you get playoffs, nine innings, oh. winner go home. Like the just the excitement, the level is so high. But what Kaden was saying about basketball is there's so many times where I've seen them lose the first game and they're just like, you know, well we're not it's it's it, we're just we're just figuring them out. It's a long series. We got six games to go. Um, where if it's a three-game series, you you're not you can't you can't afford to lose one of those. Like you have to come out ready to go. Honestly, dude, I would just split the difference and do five. But personally, I think three. So I think with the and what I like about the NBA playoffs is that it matters every. You know what I'm saying? You talk about like oh, it doesn't matter like the first game. So maybe you just don't have every game be a five game or a seven game. You know what I'm saying? Like that first round. But even the first round, right? Like division series, go to three games. Yeah, but the short, the shorter you do it, the better chance you have of like a freaking sixteen, you know, eight seed upsetting a one seed, and no one wants to see an eight seed in the finals. Right? Well, if you have a shortened season and you're going to put an asterisk next to it, anyways, why not do something funky for one season? Because baseball's not funky. receding. What's that? Baseball's so what not about- funky. That's not the yeah. point. Well, this season is going to be weird. Well, right? I understand that, but I just don't feel like we need to tinker too much. Dude, like, I think that you could do a couple things here, right? Like, I'm not saying we go full, like, Korean playoff style where they do, I don't know if you know this, Mike, like, it's like the top four teams are, like, in the playoffs, and then the fifth team is considered the wild card team. And then, like, they rank them, right? One through five on seeds. Five seed plays the four seed. Winner of that game plays the three seed. Winner of that game plays the two seed. Winner of that game plays the one seed. So, you know, you're like first place. You're waiting six weeks for your playoff game. But like the higher you rank, the less you have to stress about climbing all the way to the top. No, I'm not saying we go like crazy changes, but maybe you do something a little off. You know what I mean? A little unique. Nobody's talking about it. That's the thing. Nobody, nobody's thrown out ideas. There's no news in baseball of, right now. Right, right. We're like us and Trevor Bauer, the only ones talking right now. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think in all reality for me, it comes back to I don't want to set norms. I don't want to set norms and be like, hey, that might work. That might, you know, like – the last thing I want is Rob Manfred to be like, hey, people aren't that afraid of like me doing something with the game because they were so desperate for content, air quotes around content, that he then feels or it like establishes this precedence of being able to change things, you know? 
That's my, I don't know. That's, that's kind of just how I'm feeling about it. That's fair. I think we're all just excited for baseball to get back up and started. It's about damn time. I'm freaking, I'm getting cabin fever up in here. No, I, I, okay. So shortened season, 40 to 80 games. I'm going Oakland A's. I'm taking Tampa Bay in the East. Tampa Bay already had a shot, even if it wasn't the shortened season. Oh, right. But like, depending on how soon it starts, like Yankees injury and their turnover, I don't think that, I think that they need the full 162 games. They almost, they almost didn't do it last year. You know what I mean? They didn't. And then maybe the Indians, I don't know. I couldn't even give you a ballpark on the NL East or NL Central. But, you know, it's. It, I think Mets completely do it in the East if it's a shortened season. And then the West, the West, I, Dodgers, like it's just hard to imagine a season they don't do it at the, right now. DVAX World Champions 2020 blessed. What it would do, right? If I'm kind of comparing this to football where there's only, there's 16 games, all the teams are in it for pretty much the first you know, five or six weeks, unless you start off 0 and 6 or 1 and 5, where these MLB teams, I think they would all have that first month or two would be so competitive. I don't think you'd see one team really pull back the reins. Yeah, I don't think you'd see one team hold back, and I don't think another team you'd see. I think it would be so competitive that it would be so fun because it's almost just like think about the last month of the season in a normal season, right? Like you're always looking at like, you know what is it going to take to clinch how many games are you behind like that would be like this entire year where you're like we're only two games behind we can make that up i think this could turn out if if we didn't want to get crazy and we want to just keep baseball baseball this could potentially be like the most exciting season in a long time because of all the teams that could potentially win it right if they just got hot yeah. And I think on top of that too, I feel like just the spotlight that's going to be on it just because of the, you know what I'm saying? Like it's going to be like a dam breaking all of a sudden like, Hey, sports are good. And it's just freaking the floodgates are going to open and there's going to be so much like, ah, oh, and get so much excitement over like these games that it's, can you imagine if like, as soon as, you know, freaking like stadiums start to be sold out, like everyone's watching every, like it'd be pretty, it'd be pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Sports after traumatic events. Like, think about the most iconic sports moments you see in your mind, right? Like, Bush taking the mound. Right? Bush taking yeah. the mound after 9-11. David Ortiz's, this is our city speech. Like, Was that the one after Boston Marathon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You think about those, you know, those happenstances. Even in small towns where stuff happened, you have minor league teams that, like, do stuff in their city. It's... Yeah. I, I think that I think this will be an interesting thing to see how baseball comes in and just you know takes us from kind of this sad sack that you know you can either choose to be happy or sad about what's going on right now but regardless getting back to our method of escape our wives will be sad <laughs> I don't have that issue yeah, good stuff I'll, thanks I for having me sad. No, dude, we're glad, we're glad to have you. Yeah, Biggie. let's make this happen a little more often. You know what's funny? I I was just thinking about... Uh, I wanted to ask, like, for the people that, that are giving our show a listen, like, 
would you guys be interested in like if we took some a little dive into historical baseball you know oh yeah i've been watching that ken ken burns documentary like crazy like you know when they didn't have the outfield fence so like home yeah. runs if it just rolled so far or like if it rolled in the crowd it was a ground rule triple or yeah. like if you wanted your team to do well you'd pull the rope back and you'd stand back so they could find the ball but if you like it was the opposing team the crowd would crowd in over the ball that rolled too far in the outfield so like they couldn't idea. find it yeah it's just oh, a, man. It's it's would, i'd love to get you guys input but yeah the designated sitters you know 